This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Defiant Bubba, defending his name. And in fact was a noose. It's a straight-up noose. You do seem a little down and a little frustrated. The video that convinced the FBI it wasn't a hate crime. Then, Melania versus the Food Network host over what he said about first son Barron. They're off limits. Yes. You don't touch them, you don't talk about them. And imagine being seriously ill with COVID-19 symptoms for 100 days. Even hot sauce tastes like water. What does it taste like? Plus, they call the cloud Godzilla. The most record-breaking one in history. The epic dust cloud coming to America. This is a big one. Then, Jimmy Kimmel, blackface fallout. What his former co-host from The Man Show is saying about Kimmel today. And man versus shark. Crying <laughs> open jaws with his bare hands. Plus, America's got terror. Wait till you see what's freaking out Sofia Vergara. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The FBI says the noose found in Bubba Wallace's garage at Talladega Speedway was a garage pull that had been there for months and that he was not the target of a hate crime. But Bubba Wallace says he's not done fighting yet. Stephen Fabian reports. Race car driver Bubba Wallace is not backing down today, even after the FBI determined there was no hate crime. It's a straight-up noose. Fellow NASCAR drivers supported Wallace in a stirring display of solidarity after the noose was found by a member of his crew. But the FBI now says it was all an apparent misunderstanding. This video shot last October shows what sure looks like a noose. Hanging in stall number four, the garage used by Bubba Wallace last weekend at Talladega Speedway. Nobody seems to even notice. The FBI put 15 agents to work on the investigation and they discovered the noose was actually a garage door pull. Someone had tied the end of the rope into a loop. The man who shot the video that convinced the FBI there was no crime is speaking exclusively to Inside Edition today. I feel sure that that is a, just a loop to pull the door down. Was I took out of context. I understand the fear and the concern because nobody wants to see a noose hanging up in the garage. Inside Edition discovered videos of other stalls at Talladega which show garage door pulls looped into what look like nooses. This one is from 2017. Turns out it was just a rope used to shut the garage door. Bubba Wallace is being attacked on social media with hashtags like fake news, a pun on fake news. Today, Wallace is on a media blitz and doubling down. It was a noose, so it wasn't directed at me, but somebody tied a noose. It was, in fact, the shape of a noose. Uh, the FBI backed that up 100%. 
that is a noose. It makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up for sure. But on CBS this morning, he seemed demoralized. You do seem a little down and, and upset by this. Who's helping you get through? It'll be all right. He thanked the FBI today and said, we'll gladly take a little embarrassment over what the alternatives might have been. John Cohen is NASCAR's only black team owner. People that's coming at Bubba and at NASCAR wrong for them speaking up, they're wrong because racism is real in America and we have to treat it that way. Despite all the unanswered questions over that news, that healing display of love and solidarity with Bubba Wallace this week was clearly heartfelt and genuine. Bubba Wallace is scheduled to be back on the track this weekend in Pennsylvania. Kids should be off limits. Every White House has taken that position, including the Trump administration. But a recent wisecrack by a Food Network host has the First Lady furious. First Lady Melania is in full mama bear mode today, blasting a TV host for making a joke about 14-year-old Barron. Disturbing. I love it. John Henson, who hosts the Food Network's Halloween baking competition and ABC's Wipeout, tweeted on Father's Day, I hope Barron gets to spend today with whoever his dad is. Melania is now firing back, calling the joke inappropriate and insensitive. Her spokesperson Stephanie Grisham says in a statement, as with every other administration, a minor child should be off limits and allowed to grow up with no judgment or hate from strangers and the media. Chelsea Clinton was 12 when her father was elected. The Obama daughters were very young, even younger than that, I believe. But we should all treat them. I used to say you've got to treat them like Fabergé eggs. They're off limits. Yes. You don't touch them. You don't talk about them. Henson deleted the tweet and responded today. The joke was aimed at Trump, and the mere mention of Barron's name doesn't mean it's at his expense. Kate Anderson Brower is the author of Team of Five, the President's Club in the Age of Trump. I think Melania is doing what every first lady has done before her, but perhaps she is even more protective because of how divisive her husband is. Meantime, the president is celebrating what he's calling a great day in Arizona. His rally in Phoenix packed every seat in the church in marked contrast to that disappointing Tulsa rally that was only one third full. The president ignored the Phoenix mayor's plea to set an example to residents by wearing a mask. There weren't a lot of masks in the audience either, which shouted out the president's controversial nickname for COVID-19. Kung flu. Kung flu. And that tell-all book by the president's niece, Mary Trump, is coming under fire today by the Trump family. Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man, is due out next month. But today, Trump's brother filed for a restraining order to try to stop its publication. Her attempt to sensationalize and mischaracterize our family relationship after all these years for her own financial gain is both a travesty and injustice, Robert Trump said in a statement. I and the rest of my entire family are so proud of my wonderful brother, the president, and feel that Mary's actions are truly a disgrace. On Tuesday, former President Barack Obama made his first campaign appearance on behalf of Joe Biden, appearing at a virtual fundraiser. As if having a global pandemic weren't bad enough, this is the summer of sharks. Experts say we're seeing more of them because of reduced human activity. And now that humans are more active, we're having more close encounters, like this moment of man versus jaws. It's hand to jaws combat. 
The crazy battle of man versus shark took place in Delaware. The hunky dude jumped into the ocean with a noble goal. He wanted to release the beast after it chomped down on a fishing hook. Rachel Foster was enjoying a beach day with her family and recorded the encounter. Everyone was just kind of crowded and like in shock and Right afterwards, not a lot of people were going in the water. We're delighted to report the dude was left with all his fingers intact. And here he is. His name is Dave Williamson, and he's definitely Mr. Cool. Turn the hook loose and release the shark back to its natural habitat. And these kayakers in South Africa had no idea a great white shark was looming right beneath them. Drone footage shows just how close the encounter got. And since we're on the subject of sharks, look who's back. Yup, Jaws the movie. It's being shown again mostly at drive-ins to keep people entertained during the pandemic. Jaws brought in $516,000 over Father's Day weekend, making it the number two movie in America, 45 years after it first terrified moviegoers. And in case you're wondering what the number one film at the Vox office is, it's another classic, 1993's Jurassic Park. In the wake of Jimmy Kimmel's apology for appearing in blackface years ago, he's now being called out for using the N-word in a parody 24 years ago. Some are calling for ABC to cancel his show, but Kimmel's getting support from a former colleague. Comedian Adam Carolla is coming to the defense of pal Jimmy Kimmel, who's under fire for appearing in blackface and using the N-word years ago. In this clip from 2001, Kimmel impersonates former NBA star Carl Malone. That ain't gonna be no good time for nobody. It aired on Comedy Central's The Man Show, which Kimmel co-hosted with Adam Carolla. My body is my temple. Kimmel also impersonated Oprah. Carolla is now making an impassioned plea. Some critics call for Kimmel's late-night talk show to be canceled. Blackface is something. Doing Carl Malone is something else. Or doing Oprah is something else. That is not blackface. He is the most decent person you've ever met. He's the most generous person you've ever met. Kimmel has a long history of connection to black athletes. You'll recall in February, he was asked to host Kobe Bryant's televised memorial. Everywhere you go, you see his face, his number. Today, Jimmy Kimmel and his family are holed up outside Los Angeles at an undisclosed location, according to published reports. He's taking the rest of the summer off, and celebrity guest hosts will be filling in on Jimmy Kimmel Live starting Monday, July 6th. Here he is holding a freshly caught trout in a photo he posted three days ago. Kimmel has apologized, releasing this statement. There's nothing more important to me than your respect, and I apologize to those who were genuinely hurt or offended by the makeup I wore or the words I spoke. Now onto a woman who is a medical mystery. She has been suffering the effects of COVID-19 for 100 days. As Amber Cagliano reports, it's been three months since she first got sick, and she's still not over it. This woman is still suffering from COVID-19 symptoms for a whopping 100 days and counting. Melanie Montano was first diagnosed back in March and has been documenting her harrowing journey. It sucks. It's, it feels like um, you're trapped in your body. The side effects have lingered all this time. She looked flushed during our interview. The sweating, 
Is that part of your symptoms? Uh, yeah, fever seems to be something that just continues to kind of come and go. Melanie, a creative writing teacher who lives in New Jersey, was also just diagnosed with pneumonia and still has no sense of smell or taste. She volunteered to do a hot sauce taste test. What does it taste like to you? I don't taste anything. Across the USA, seven states in the South and West are reporting record high coronavirus hospitalizations. But that's not stopping some people from going out and partying. This was the wild scene at a bar on the Jersey Shore, a packed crowd dancing the night away. In Myrtle Beach, more than a dozen high school students who are visiting from Ohio and West Virginia came down with the virus after taking a senior trip to the beach resort. 18-year-old Zach Shannon was on that trip and is one of the lucky ones, testing negative, despite sharing a room and car with others who are now sick. Did you practice social distancing? Did you guys wear masks or gloves on the trip? No, not really. His mom, Tracy. Do you regret sending your son? I can't really say that I regret letting him go since... This year has been so bad for the seniors. In California, LAPD is reporting a 21% increase in officers testing positive for COVID, apparently due to exposure during protests over the past few weeks. Today, the governors of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut issued a joint travel advisory in hopes of preventing another outbreak in the Northeast. People coming in from states that have a high infection rate must quarantine for 14 days. In other news today, a Baltimore restaurant is changing its policy after being called out by a mom who says her son was refused service because of the way he was dressed. But another child who had just finished eating was similarly attired. Les Trent has more. This mom is living. She says she and her nine-year-old son were denied service at a trendy restaurant. Was it over a dress code or because they're black? Here's the video, which she shot on her okay, cell phone. You telling me we cannot eat here? So un unfortunately, we do have a dress code. If you, you know, if you have some non-athletic shorts. But that white kid out there can't eat here with his tennis shoes on and his athletic shirt. We allow tennis shoes, but not not athletic shorts. He has one. You you telling me that's not an athletic shirt? But you telling me that little boy who just ate here does not have one an athletic shirt? Sorry, I, would love, I would love for you to be able to come back and eat. The manager sounds as if he's fumbling for an explanation. So it's only his shorts? Only the short can't be athletic? The shorts and the t-shirt, yes. Then that little kid that was out there with athletic tennis shoes and... We, the t-shirt that the little kid was wearing, we don't consider that to be athletic t-shirt. Why? I, honestly, I did not get a good look, but it, it looked like a regular t-shirt. I have a video. Do you want to see it? The restaurant is Uzo Bay, located in Baltimore's popular Inner Harbor. Today, the restaurant is apologizing, saying, This should never have happened. We sincerely apologize to Marcia Grant, her son, and everyone impacted by this painful incident. Two managers were placed on indefinite leave. Mom Marcia Grant and her son appeared on GMA. I kept on insisting that, you know, the white kid has on the same thing that Dallas has on. Why won't you let my son in? And he just would not, regardless of how hard I pushed for him. Young Dallas talked about the tape going viral and being recognized on the street. Yes, it was a Baltimore City police cop who said he was sorry for the stuff at the restaurant. And he said, I can come over to his house any single time for dinner. Co-host Michael Strahan then offered his own invitation. 
And if you're in New York, you can come to my house anytime you want to. I can't cook. <laughs> Food's not very good, but you can come over and eat with me, man. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, they call the cloud Godzilla. The most record-breaking one in history. The epic dust cloud coming to America. This is a big one. Plus, America's got terror. Wait till you see what's freaking out Sofia Vergara and mom's jaw-dropping surprise. Oh my gosh! Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. An update on that disturbing story we shared yesterday in which three family members died in their backyard pool. Authorities have determined that it was not an electrical malfunction, just a tragic drowning accident. You may have heard about that gigantic dust cloud from the Sahara Desert that's making its way westward. Well, it hits the United States today, and as Megan Alexander reports, that's a good news, bad news situation. They call the cloud Godzilla, and it's about to hit the USA. Look at this. This is a cloud of pure dust. A huge cloud of dust from the Sahara Desert in Africa is blotting out the sun in the Caribbean, including the city of San Juan in Puerto Rico. Air quality there is being rated hazardous. This video shows blue skies changed to lead and gray. The cloud is so big you can see it from space. This is a big one, okay? This is a big dust storm. Lonnie Quinn is the chief weathercaster of CBS2 News in New York City. Lonnie, with COVID-19 and people already wearing masks, how will this dust cloud affect us? The dust that's in the air could bring about some symptoms that might get some people confused. Hey, maybe this is COVID-19. I'm developing a cough. I've got a little bit of a problem breathing here. And when in fact, it would be attributed to the, uh, to the dust in the air and not, and not COVID-19. The National Weather Service says the dust cloud could hit the Gulf Coast of Texas, but then flip around and veer east. Here in Nashville, people with asthma or allergies are being warned that the air quality could cause problems. One plus, experts say the dust cloud is sucking the moisture out of the air, reducing the risk of hurricanes. And the cloud is causing spectacular sunsets like these. Dust clouds coming from the Sahara are actually common this time of year, usually come every two or three days. But this is the largest one in nearly two decades. We'll be right back. Still to come, America's got terror. Wait till you see what's freaking out Sofia Vergara and mom's jaw-dropping surprise. Oh my gosh! An act on America's Got Talent got Sofia Vergara so freaked out, she couldn't get out of there fast enough. This guy has the judges bugging out on America's Got Talent. Left side, we probably right now? Rapper Chef Boy Bones runs to the judges' table during his audition, and then this happens. His eyes look like they're popping out of his head. Hold up, can we probably right now? You see my eyes? It was so scary, Judge Sofia Vergara quickly hit her buzzer and then tried to get away, stumbling into the audience. I've never seen anything more horrible. Horrible. Oh, you're going to hurt yourself. Even with Vergara's descent, the rapper moved on to the next round. Who's that girl? Supermodel Emily Ratajkowski has ditched her signature brown locks and debuted a new platinum style with a simple caption, blonde. 
the 29-year-old beauty showed off her new look with a series of photos in a sexy black bikini. Time will tell whether life as a blonde really is more fun. And actress January Jones is taking being out of work in stride. The Mad Men beauty posted this retro-inspired pool look, wearing an orange and white bikini, straw hat, and cat-eyed sunglasses, saying out-of-work actor needs attention. When we come back, a very clever baby reveal. Finally today, with so much bad news out there, it's nice to see some good news like this. This woman is opening up a very special present. It's a necklace from her daughter. Which leads to a moment of confusion. Does it say? It doesn't say we can't see. It says grandma. That's right. Her daughter is pregnant. Are you being serious? Yep. She's going to be a grandma. Oh my gosh. The baby, a boy, is due to arrive in the fall. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe. And we'll see you again tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.